Welcome to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I'm Janice Formicella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to learn from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical, sexy new chapter in life. I am here each week to share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new life, you are in the right place and I've got your back. Hello, dear listeners. How has your week been? If you listened last week, uh, thank you for enjoying my repost. Um, I had two lovely trips back to back. Um, First, I went to Costa Rica. And then over Labor Day weekend, I went to Utah to visit family. And it was really great to just kind of focus on that, but also keeping caught up with my clients um, uh, rather than doing a new episode. So thank you so much. I dropped an episode last week called um, Avoiding the Red Flags, Slow Down. And it's all about how to take things slow in new dating relationships. So go up in the feed and listen to that. I think it's a really great way to make sure that you make good decisions in dating. Today, though, I'm going to speak with you about a powerful journaling slash writing exercise that can help you process a breakup and release hurt feelings. This episode is about how and why to write a letter to your ex that you will never send. That's a key there, never send. (laughs) This is a process that I am working through with multiple clients right now and something I personally do when I want to release my hurt feelings related to a lover, a friend, or a family member. Because it's been showing up in my life quite a bit recently, personally and professionally, I thought it would be good to pop in with an episode about why it works and how it works. I really think that if you pushed play today because you're hurting from a breakup, that this might be a great place to start. This episode will cover why letter writing is therapeutic, why not sending the letter is the best way to truly move on, how writing a letter to your ex helps with closure, and the practical aspects of writing a letter to your ex that you will never send. I like to really give practical, usable advice on this show, so I'm going to definitely get into that. Let's do it. If you are listening to this podcast because you recently went through a breakup, you may be experiencing racing thoughts, regrets, dealing with unanswered questions, thinking about a lot of things that you've left unsaid. Doesn't that sound like a breakup? (laughs) It is easy to pretty much feel as though you are going crazy in the early days after a breakup. I talk about breakup brain a lot on this show. It is a total thing. 
because the very nature of relationships is so intense, the unraveling of them is often more so. Emotions run deep, yet close to the surface at the same time. Many experience unfamiliar anger or high levels of anxiety during this time. And this is due, of course, to the weight of the emotional impact and the inability or the challenging nature of calming your mind. It can feel really impossible after a breakup. This experience may be even more intense if you feel your ex has been unfair to you in some way. Some of you know that I recently went through a breakup and I really have to say I was able to relate to this so much and experience it for the first time in a while. I know how real it is. The last month of the relationship was very challenging for me and the communication completely broke down. I felt really neglected and so I had a lot of thoughts inside of my head that I wish that I had been able to say and that really I never did. And I was really glad to have my journal handy because I said a lot there that I didn't say to this person because I was really committed to the no contact process. And I have kept to it, everybody. I feel so great. <laughs> While there's no formula to processing your feelings and getting to a place of forgiveness or acceptance so that you can move on, there are plenty of things that you can do to be proactive about your processing and your healing. If you have unanswered questions and confusion about how things got so bad, you can find the closure you want to walk in the opposite direction of this person. The good news is that you can take matters into your own hands and leave your ex completely out of the equation. No matter how badly you want to tell this person things, you don't have to involve them to express yourself right now. A good old-fashioned handwritten letter is your opportunity to tell your ex and the universe how you really feel about how things have gone down. There has been a lot of research done on the power of expressive writing and journaling. For instance, in the 2018 article, Emotional and Physical Health Benefits of Expressive Writing in Advancements in Psychiatric Treatment Journal, the researcher said that there were indications of positive physical and mental health outcomes. They found the benefits to include fewer stress-related visits to the doctor, improved immune system functioning, reduced blood pressure, fewer days in the hospital, improved mood, feeling of greater psychological well-being, reduced depressive symptoms, reduced absenteeism from work, quicker reemployment after job loss, improved working memory, improved sporting performance, and altered social and linguistic behavior. That can be really huge after a breakup because I'm not sure if you know, but your IQ can actually decrease, go down to, after a breakup. 
that's due to breakup brain. So getting all of this out there can be really useful. Some other benefits that I found in my research for this episode include letter writing and expressive writing can help you to sleep better. That makes so much sense. I mean, it gives you immediate closure. I know that for me, I do a lot of letter writing pretty late at night if maybe I have a thought in my head or that I can't get out or I'm upset with someone. And I can definitely say that it helps me to sleep. It also helps you to get clarity about how you feel about a situation. And it allows you to express yourself authentically without fear of judgment. I don't know about you, but all of that sounds good to me. And all of that sounds so good and so necessary after a breakup. Let's talk about how letter writing helps with anger. If you're like me, after a breakup, you spend a pretty good chunk of time regretting maybe the way that you said things in the heat of the moment, and even more time fantasizing about the things you wish you had said. And again, if you're like me, you might kind of fantasize about being able to say all of these things without any retort from your ex or anything that they may throw in your face while you are saying these things. How great would that be? This is your opportunity to put into the universe all of the kind of in-your-face statements that you would love your ex to hear. Or you can simply let it be known how hurt you are. Through the act of physically writing things down, you release them from your brain and you will get a similar relief to saying them out loud to your ex. Saying something out loud is a very physical thing to do and taking thoughts from your brain to your hand to the paper is also very physical, in fact, maybe more so. And so you get a similar result. Through reading the letter back to yourself, you will gain the satisfaction that you crave. And knowing that you won't be showing the letter to anyone allows you to be as unfiltered as possible. If you choose to destroy the letter, you will symbolically release the emotion attached to everything you write. That can be especially useful if we have anger over the breakup. Writing a letter is your opportunity to let the most negative emotions that we feel after a breakup out. Writing a letter is also likely to be more fulfilling, probably much more fulfilling, than sending an angry text or an email or even having a closure conversation with our partner. I mean, really, how well do those ever go? <laughs> A text or an email also takes so much less effort than writing a handwritten letter, and so they are often less cathartic ways to communicate about how we're feeling. And think about it. This is probably why we see so many bitter comments online, so many messy tweets, so, many, so much anger on the internet. Creating online, creating digital statements and trying to get your expression out that way is, as I say, less cathartic. And so therefore, you need to do it more often. I mean, how many times have you said something in a text thinking that you'd be satisfied 
And then five minutes later, you find yourself wanting to write another text. <laughs> I actually went through this recently in a conversation that I was having someone via text. And yeah, you never really get the satisfaction that you get with a letter. So I also want to point out that this is a little different from some of the journaling work that I talk about on this podcast and that I do with my clients. Journaling takes many forms. And often it's kind of like talking to yourself or talking to the universe. This exercise is an actual letter that you will write directly to this person. So it's different from, for instance, the list of what wasn't working in the relationship that I talk about a lot on this show. That's you talking to yourself or to the universe. This is speaking directly to your ex. Some of you may choose to do it in your journal, but I'd probably suggest a separate paper so that it is even more like writing a letter. Now let's talk about mindset. <laughs> mindset is half the battle when it comes to intentional work we do to process and heal from a breakup. And I absolutely love watching my clients move from skeptical to enthusiastic about this work. I encourage you to do this with an open mind. If it is challenging to get into, try it again and again. Please trust me when I say that I do this exercise all of the time. In fact, I actually did it last night. <laughs> it works. I would absolutely love to see some of the pics of your letter writing exercise, whether you tag me in a picture of your ritual or send me a DM with a pic. Please be in touch to let me know how it goes. I love hearing from you about the things that you apply from the episodes into your life, really. And I promise that I'll that I'll write back. <laughs> and of course, if you want more support with this work, you can always reach out to me to discuss one-on-one -on -one support. This is the time of year to do it. How do you write a letter to your ex? Nothing shatters your life like a breakup. And the feeling of a broken heart is real. I know that it seems impossible right now, but there is hope and there are ways to heal. I would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one to heal your broken heart and put your breakup behind you. My personalized coaching programs are designed to pinpoint what will be most effective in helping you to move forward and make this breakup a part of your past. I believe in you. Message me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at breakupspodcast and let's connect about creating a magical plan of action to get this breakup in your rear view mirror. Along the lines of having a positive mindset, it may first help you to get into the emotional zone before you start. I have a few different playlists, for instance, that I use to help me embrace feelings of anger or fierceness or sadness when I do my letter writing work. It is really handy to have these playlists and it helps me to release and express my pain. 
Then, as I mentioned, I do recommend using a separate piece of paper from your journal, and I do suggest handwriting it. I do believe that we've some, we've become so accustomed to digitally expressing our feelings that some of it's lost its significance. And if you don't write letters, handwritten letters all of the time, then this will be more significant to you, more powerful, because it's something that you're not doing every day. And then once you start writing, write as if this is the last chance you will have to let your ex know how you are feeling. Pour your heart out. Write about your regrets, your anger, your lingering feelings, and how much what has happened has impacted you. Reveal things you may have never told them before. If you feel that you need to, swear at them. Say all the hurtful things that you never got to get out of your system. Really let them have it. Or you simply may need to let them know why you needed to leave and all of the reasons that the partnership didn't work for you. If you feel that you might have a hard time getting started, use a timer. This will help encourage you to get writing and stay writing. Some research on expressive writing suggests that 15 to 20 minutes is a good amount of time. Once you are done with the letter, read it back to yourself. Feel all of the feels. This is your chance to lean into the grieving process if that is what you need to do. For others, it may be a good chance to embrace the anger phase. The anger phase is a very important part of the breakup, grieving, and healing process. And this might help you to get there or to process that and release it and then get to the next phase, which is, of course, acceptance. After you have read the letter to yourself, you have two options. First, you may want to destroy the letter. That's very cool. I love to do that myself sometimes. This is a powerful ritual to physically release these emotions and also destroy another tie or remembrance of your ex. So, you know, rip it up, burn it up, flush it down the toilet, whatever feels most powerful and final to you. For some, saving the letter may be more powerful. This might be especially useful for some women, as many of us aren't comfortable speaking up or expressing anger. Keeping the letter in a safe place or maybe in your journal can be a powerful way to own your feelings. About three years ago, I actually found the power of doing it this way. Some of you know, I moved to Denver four years ago after living in Australia for quite some time, and I had quite a bit of shit hit the fan when I was over there, especially probably the last two years. And I got involved with someone who I didn't feel treated me very fairly and someone who I felt kind of manipulated and exploited my friendship. When I moved to the States, I found that I was, you know, I was distracted. I was going through a move. I was kind of starting over and I didn't really think about all of that crap too much. 
And then after I got settled, I found that it started creeping up and that it was kind of on my mind a lot. And I felt anger over the situation that I hadn't really felt at the time. And also, I guess, some shame over not having stood up for myself like at all. I really didn't. And I needed to let it go so that I could focus on all of the wonderful things that were happening in my life. So I did. I wrote the letter and I got really angry at this person. And yeah, I swore and I was like scratching the page with my pen and <laughs> I let it out. I chose not to burn the letter because as I, as I mentioned, when I was in the relationship with this person, I never stood up for myself. I didn't use my voice. And so I decided I wanted to save it and hold on to it. And I put it, I folded it up and I have a pocket in the back of my journals that, where I put it. And to be honest, I kind of forgot about it. I went back at the end of the year as I was reflecting on the year and reflecting on what I wanted for the next year. And I found the letter and it was so great to realize that I felt different and that my anger and my emotions weren't popping up at all and that I had really let it go. So there's that option as well. I'd really love to hear from you about this. Um, what did you decide to do with your letter and why? Whatever you decide, remember that the only firm rule of this exercise is that you do not show this letter to your ex. Let's talk about that for a minute. Why shouldn't you directly tell your ex how you feel, right? <laughs> At this stage of the healing process, it is time to take this person out of the equation. It is time to emotionally support yourself rather than relying on contact with them to find peace or release or closure. I often hear people say that they just need to be in touch and they need to send that final email. And they need this to move on. And look, I totally understand the urge, and this is a safe place. I'm not being critical. I would suggest, however, that what we need after our painful breakups is to not worry about what this other person thinks. And look, let's be honest. Even if we try to convince ourselves that we don't care what our ex thinks about our letter and that we aren't looking for a response, sending your ex a letter or one of these have the last word texts or emails, when we do this, there is a part of us that will naturally wonder how it is received. I don't think that we can avoid that. It is placing a huge amount of consideration on the person that we really need to be separating from right now. We're looking to create more space from this person rather than allowing the overlap to continue. Do this exercise for you and only you. And there is one more part of the process. Try to do something quiet after you write this letter, maybe something alone or for yourself. The feelings will be really close to the surface and it's best that you sit with them. That's an important part of emotionally of emotional healing. I would say you might not make the best company if you try and go out for drinks <laughs> with your friends after. 
So kind of take the night off, do something just for you and look, you know, celebrate and honor the important step that you've just taken towards putting this breakup in your rear view mirror. If you'd like more resources for healing, I have some more episodes for you. First of all, scroll way back to the beginning of breakups, broken hearts, and moving on back when it was actually X-Files podcast and check out episode 29, Rituals for Breakups. You can also check out episode 159, How to Stop Thinking About Your Ex. That was a really cool episode that I did with my friend Julie Dempsey, who's a hypnotherapist. And we talked about some really cool ways that you can get this person out of your head. Maybe look at episode 165, which is called Breakup, Find Your Happy Place. It's about how to transport yourself into a better mood by your physical environment. And episode 168, Five Tips for No Contact Success. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It's a really kind way to let me know that my hard work is helping you out. I'm always so excited about getting them. If you want to DM me a screenshot of your review, we can chit chat a little bit about what you thought of it. It would really mean a lot to me. I'm wishing you so much luck and sending you so much strength if you are listening today because you are going through a breakup. I know how hard it is. I also know that it can seem like it will never get better, right? I know that it does. I'll be back next week with more. Bye. Thank you for listening to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I sincerely hope that you found today's episode inspirational or useful. I would love to support you on your healing journey. All you have to do is send me a message on Instagram at breakupspodcast or email me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com and I will be in touch to get you started. Remember, if you are struggling with a broken heart, your feelings are temporary. I am sending you so much love and luck for the week ahead. You've got this.